0: In my many years of experience, I can tell you now that it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who comes to you saying they need a website or Facebook ads or maybe a mobile app developed, but they don't even realize the deeper challenge or opportunity that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a Guru's strategy call where we'll dig into those underlying issues and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments will shift the way you think forever and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your strategy call. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start your application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. All right, let's introduce today's guest. Hey, what's up podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we are hanging out with Rachel K. Albers, who is a designer and business comedian. She's a founder and creative director of RKA Inc., a branding, web design, and digital marketing studio based outside Chicago. Rachel has helped hundreds of visionary entrepreneurs all over the world stand out online without selling their soul. Rachel's clients have used their own platforms to launch best-selling books, five-star podcasts, six-figure funnels, and much, much more. Rachel, welcome to the show.
1: Oh my gosh, it's the best day of my life. Thank you, Brent.
0: <laughs> You're like, finally, I have made it. I'm here on the Digital Agency Show, right?
1: I can, I'm retiring tomorrow. So <laughs> anybody want to buy my agency, that's cool. I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, uh, we're going to have fun today. I, I know that's because before we hit the record button, we were already having fun. Uh, tell our audience, tell our listeners a little bit about your agency what does your business look like today?
1: So, RKA Inc. really specializes in the branding, marketing, and web design combo job. That's what we get. That's what we get into with our clients. So, everybody listening to this podcast already knows that a website on its own is not going to take you. You know, to the six and seven figure, eight figure, you know, promised land, and so that's the, the premise that we base our work on is that before we're ever talking about the design and how things are going to look and even how they're going to function, we dive deep with our clients to get behind the to get under the hood of how does your business run, where is it going in the next few years you know, why do people choose you and not the other guy? Where does your website fit into your digital marketing plan? And then we make you look beautiful. And that's really what we do. These big holistic projects, branding strategy, and then web design and development.
0: Very cool. Tell me like structurally, is it is it, uh, is it you? Do you have a team? How are you guys? Are you virtual office? Give me kind of the, the gamut of that.
1: So yes, it is. I am the queen because that, I mean, that's just how you got to do. But I do have a small team of people all over the country. I work out of a co-working space and out of my home. And so we meet remotely. Um, and yeah, I've got a fi- about five people with me. I've got a brand designer. I've got a developer. I work with a uh, writing team. I've got a PM. So I do have a small team, but at the end of the day, RKA is queen. That's how I like to live my life, you know?
0: So something that I, I I know about you, and just uh, interacting with you, and also just the intro we gave—that you're a designer and business comedian—that's not something that I typically see in the marketplace. I don't think I've ever said it on this show. I have interviewed people that are entertaining and kind of funny. But you actually bring a lot of, I mean, everybody has a personality, but you bring a strong presence to your business and you make that a part of your brand and who you are. And I feel like we're going to have to talk about that a little bit today of just okay. how, 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 that, how that happened mm-hmm. and how you've leaned into that.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, what do you want to know, Brent? What can I tell you?
0: <laughs> so so where, I guess, where does that, let's start with where, where does that come from, right? Where, because business, it, it's like, you know, let's get down to business. Business feels so so serious. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a lot of fun as an entrepreneur, but I think a lot of people think business is, you know, it is kind of serious. I mean, we are working hard, but you do bring a, a, a kind of a fun, a lightness to it. And um, and you know, where where did that start for you?
1: Well, there's kind of two sides to the story. So, side one, part one, is just the evolution of marketing and advertising in general, and we can thank the internet for business loosening its tie or just taking the tie and burning it. Because as advertising has evolved and internet marketing has come onto the scene, it has allowed us this high level of personalization that now the customer has become spoiled by. And now that's what they expect, right? No longer, I mean, gone are the days of brochure-ridden, formal suit-and-tie language. Now that we can personalize our messaging as businesses to the customer and they come to expect it, uh, but business is becoming and way more informal, right? And we know that conversational marketing is on the rise. And so this is awesome because it's loosened up how we can communicate with our clients and allows us to have a lot more fun. So that's kind of part one of the story is that you know th- the internet has given us so much more freedom and flexibility and fun. Part two of the story is, I have a background in theater back in the day. I was a working actor and I gave up that life for many reasons. And I have a, a long winding story that I, I went to Mexico for eight years. That's where I started my business. I was doing nonprofit work there. And when I moved back to the States, I started a web show where I would talk about marketing every week. And I call it awkward marketing. And I had bought that domain like years ago, Brent. Like, I don't even know why I bought it. I just thought, you know what? Marketing's, you know, awkward sometimes. It feels uncomfortable. Most small business owners specifically Feel uncomfortable marketing themselves. So I bought that domain. I started the show. I'd get on Facebook Live every week and talk about marketing. And what I found was as I started experimenting with that format, when I brought in a little bit of theatricality, when I brought in a little bit of fun, a little bit of humor, it took off. People were hungry for that, especially in the marketing space where it can be really dry, really boring, really overwhelming, really intimidating. So I started experimenting with, and actually, it was when I was in the when I was in boot camp um, with you, with you and your team, a couple years ago. I did this thing called Facebook Live the Musical, and I did a live musical marketing show where I was singing about marketing. And during it was during boot camp, and within like two days, I had like ten thousand views, and it just went from there. It just took off on its so own. I remember you rang the gong for me, Brent. You rang the gong. And so that's where I realized, okay, you know, the holy grail of content is when you can merge educating with entertaining, right? When you can get people to consume your content and be grateful for it versus just tolerating it and say, oh my God, I just binge watched your show last night and watched it until midnight. And that's what I kind of stumbled upon. There was like, I can bring comedy into this to make these lessons more Easy to swallow and not just easy to follow, swallow, but fun to swallow. And that's where the business comedy side kind of came in. Mm.
0: I, I have to imagine for clients, I'm just gonna pick a random topic, like thinking in in, in branding, right? If we're gonna create like a, a persona that can be a dry top like clients might resist learning about this stuff or engaging with you and really paying attention to what the heck you're talking about because it isn't you know it's exciting to us like like i talked to like a another you know like a web pro or an agency owner about like oh hey if we create like customer personas we can make better websites and they're like ooh ah right but then maybe for your clients you know i mean even even for industry people like sometimes the topics you know it's it's not super we are not watching Everybody Loves Raymond or Lost, right? Uh, we are. It's hard. Like you, you mentioned, binge watching. You know, binge watching training. I mean, for me, I've got about ninety minutes in in, in me uh, in one sitting. I'm not going to watch like six hours in one go. But you're you're basically saying, look, we take you took this your working actor experience, love comedy, brought that into creating content, educating people about this stuff, and that 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 kind of took off for you.
1: Yeah, so here's an example of like a boring topic that I turn kind of fun, sales funnels. And a lot of people feel intimidated by sales funnels. They've heard all this stuff about like, you know, it has to be this big complicated behemoth. And so I've got a character in one of my shows, there's a little intro with me and my mom character. And she's like, so I got this sales funnel. And she's like holding up an actual funnel. And she's like, but dadgummit, I'm not making any money on my website. What is this thing? What a waste. And so I use that as the kind of intro. And also it loosens people up who, you know, all especially in our industry, everybody's talking about funnel this and funnel that. And so clients often feel uncomfortable admitting, I don't really know what that is. I don't really understand how it applies to my business. So I soften that. By having this kind of fun, funky, kooky intro where it's like, sales funnel, what's that? And then I go into like breaking it down into like little snackable lessons. Doesn't need to be a six-hour training. And it just diffuses that discomfort and the fear and the boredom around this topic and makes it fun.
0: I imagine for small business owners, I'm thinking about, I don't know, just like service professionals. I mean, other people that are maybe highly virtual based they don't i mean more and more today we have that kind of uh you know know, we're virtual as a team and we don't have like the water cooler you know we're not i mean we have culture as a team where we're communicating and hanging out but it's different than when i had like you know a 2500 3000 square foot office where we're all kind of hanging out and like we were having fun during the day and i feel like for a lot of business owners who maybe are in that situation learning about this stuff entertaining it can probably be a little bit of a break in their day not just like oh man one more video on sales funnels i can go learn about sales funnels from sales funnel mom i mean that's that <laughs> that is something that i might i'm thinking about my i'm like what does sales funnel mom have to teach me about sales funnels right
1: exactly and i think one takeaway here for the digital agency audience is you know with all of the topics that surround digital marketing you know, people feel overwhelmed in terms of creating content because they're like, what can I say that hasn't been said? Sales funnels have been broken down a million ways. That content exists. So why should I create content about that? And what I like to say is sometimes it's not about what you're saying because there's nothing new under the sun. Every topic has been explored. Everything has been taught on. So sometimes it's not about what you're saying, but how you're saying it. And that can be your unique contribution to the conversation. So nothing that I'm teaching about on my show, I'm in my inventing, but I'm certainly positioning it in a different way that is, and people come to me all the time and they'll say, okay, I never got this, or I never took the time to really dive into this topic and until I watched your show. And so I'm not worried about creating, inventing some new concept around marketing. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm taking these concepts and talking about, and instead of talking about it, Brent, I'm becoming the concept, right? I'm turning it into a character. I'm turning it into a sketch. And that's really where the magic happens, you know?
0: So, so let's talk about content for a minute because a lot of what you're doing is I mean, based on creating content, creating free content as a as a means to attract clients to your, your company, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you can't run a Facebook show. You can't run a podcast unless there's some... Way to make money, and your agency is is obviously at the end end of the road. You're trying to educate people in order to get them to, you know, hire you, bring you in as as kind of the authority. Uh, But and so a lot of business owners out there and agency owners know they should be creating content. They're sitting. I mean, most agency owners are sitting on a goldmine of expertise and knowledge and information. And I find that people are so timid in the first place, just to like eke out the occasional blog post, maybe. Occasional Facebook live post, and and there's all the stuff that goes with it of like feeling uncomfortable in front of the camera, knowing what to say, and, and so I feel like there's always that first hurdle to get over. But what I've seen you accomplish in the last few years is is taking that to such a different level. Like it's not just about creating, you know, just content. It's like you're you're trying to stand out and be so memorable and unique. Any pointers for our audience about things that you think about? that you're aware of in terms of how to create this really engaging content. Because I don't think everybody, maybe comedy is not for everybody, but how do you approach this stuff to make it so unique and exciting for your audience as a way to get clients?
1: So I've got two little bits of wisdom here. Number one would be, you know, now awkward marketing the show it's a pre-produced show. I like to say I'm like the one woman SNL of biz comedy, but I didn't start here. Right. Like I started on Facebook live. It was very low production And nor did I start with this high production concept. And so I think a lot of people get themselves stuck because they spend years like trying to come up with the thing, like the most epic thing ever, because if I'm gonna join the conversation, I'm gonna do it in a big way. And they hold themselves back. So I think starting simple and and creating that accountability outside of yourself. So for me, it was saying, I'm gonna show up every Wednesday at 11 a.m. on Facebook Live, come hell or high water. And having the the outward accountability pushed me to keep showing up and being visible. And I took the pressure away from myself to show up as this like super produced, you know, high concept content. I started very simple and I let my audience tell me where I should go next. Even to the degree of Brent, like when I started, I had like a crappy microphone and my video was horrible. And like every week I would add a new layer. Like, okay, now I'm going to get a new new mic and now I'm going to start putting captions on the videos and now I'm going to start like tightening up the script and now I'm going to start working on the SEO. So I, you know, started very basic and then layered and layered and layered. That's number one. Number two would be, and this is great for agency owners because we're, we all could riff on this forever, but I will tell you the secret to my best content comes from the stuff that pisses me off. That is the best content the most you know like semi viral content i've ever created has always come from something that is making me mad and like i want to go rant to my friends about it or go into the you know facebook group and share it with people and be like oh i'm sick of this except you know what i'm not doing brent is going and creating angry content that's not what i'm saying but when i'm getting frustrated about something either something i see in my industry happening you know like all the sleazy slimy like whiteboard Lambo driving bros, you know, like selling their magic formulas to make $20 million in a day that, you know, if I see something like that, or it's stuff that my clients do that gets on my nerves, I use that. And I see that as a signal, like, Oh, okay. This is pointing me in the direction of either something meaningful I can contribute to my industry or a teachable that I can put out there to make my clients better clients. Because it's not just about creating content to attract the clients to me, Brent, but I'm also creating content that creates better clients because when my clients, my future clients, and even my existing clients consume my content, they're kind of getting indoctrinated with like the RKA worldview. So I have to do less work to, you know, get them into the program when we're doing their branding and their marketing they've got the mindset already. And they'll come in and they'll say, okay, RKA, I know you feel this way about this. And I know I should prepare this, this, and this, and I know I shouldn't do this, this, and this. And that's, you know, time I used to have to spend educating them. And now I've done it before they've even become my clients. So the best content, if you're like mad about something, write that down because you can turn that into a teachable that's going to save you time and money down the line. And it's a good use of your negative energy. Like I like to say, Brent, complaining is boring. What are you going to do about it? So instead of complaining, think, hmm, how could I turn this into some sort of content that's either going to make my industry better or is going to make my client a better client.
0: That's a huge gold nugget because I, you know, it, it, a day does not go by when I log into Facebook and I see so, sometimes it's just friends, sometimes it's clients, sometimes it's industry other industry pros and it's it's that like rant um whether it's about the industry or their profession or whatever or Uh, In in a lot of cases on Facebook and social media, it's about things that are totally, it's not related to their professional image whatsoever. And um, if anything, it's probably, uh, we, we all know right now probably what kind of posts I'm talking about, where it is a, it's a complain kind of thing. It's a lot of negative like vitriol. And I think what you're suggesting for our readers, because this is a very, that's a very delicate place to, to tell people to go because I feel like it's, it's such an easy place if you go on online and talk about what you're mad about to easily turn off clients. Right, because I imagine as as a as a potential buyer, you know, if you see somebody complaining or whining or blaming, right, you don't really take that as somebody who's going to take personal responsibility for like your brand or your website, right? I mean, it's so subliminal sometimes, right? So I see people go on there and they're like, "Oh, my clients don't follow me." I'm like, "Well, if you have 500 people that are friends of yours, like I promise you, there's you know whether they could be your client, whether they." no potential clients. Like, I mean, they're there. Right. And and I think what you're sharing here is so important. It's, it's not a filter. It's not a filter. It's saying when you have that negative trigger, that signal, as you said, you know, then, then develop that. Right. I mean, you, you're doing, you've done sketch comedy and stuff before and kind of improv. And it's, it's, it's more than just you know, going with what you're given, but you, you've got to develop it into something. Like somebody will do something that like creates an inciting incident, right? And then you have to develop that into like the next thing. And what you're telling people today is, you know, take those ideas and put a little bit of time into developing them.
1: Yes. And here, let me give you an example so you can see, like, I'll give you two rants that I had that I turned into constructive content. So one would be one of my pet peeves is when people get on Facebook and they're like, Mark Zuckerberg, change the algorithm again." I'm Quitting Facebook forever. I'm sick of it. I'm done. Or they'll complain about how t- five years ago my page used to get so much traction. Now nobody pays attention to me. And wow, 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 wow. That frustrates me. Cause I'm just like, oh, get over it. I mean, come up with the program. This is the way social media is. It's never gonna be easier or cheaper to be to get organic traction on social media than today. So accept that fact. But I could write that in a post. But what I did instead was I created a video. And so this was one of my videos from the beginning of 2018. And in the beginning of the video, it's like a guy on the Titanic being like, we're going down. And like a guy on the plane being like, mayday, mayday, you know, the sky is falling, Houston, we have a problem. All these people crying, like, you know, disaster, And then I come in and I say, does this feel like you? And every time that Mark Zuckerberg changes the algorithm, well, let me tell you how you need to shift your thinking. So I do it in a really friendly way. I'm not like, I'm sick of your rants, you idiots. I'm like, hey, it sometimes can feel like the world is ending every time the algorithm rhythm changes. Here's how to deal with it. And the other rant I'll give you an example of is when I'm doing design with a client and they're like... You know, my favorite color is red. So I just really want my brand color to be red. You know, I just think that's the color for me. And I think anybody that does branding knows that when you're branding for a client, it's not about like your favorite color, right? That's not actually what this is all about. So I made a sketch where I've got, you know, a waitress at a restaurant and a woman is trying to order something at the restaurant. And she's like, no, honey, I can't give you that because it's not what I like. And that, and the whole concept of this video is brand design isn't about what you like. And then I teach on that. Now I'm not angry in the video and I'm not yelling at the screen and I'm not complaining, but I'm taking the initial frustration I felt and then turning that into a teachable. And so when people watch the show, they're not like, Oh, RKA is so mean and angry. Like they don't know. People are often surprised to hear that my content comes from the stuff that makes me mad because (laughs) I'm not presenting it like that. So it's a constructive use for my frustration and it, it, you know, is so much more effective than just going and whining on Facebook because that doesn't fix anything. And I don't feel better after I do that. You know what I'm saying?
0: And, and I like too that it's it's not just about attracting prospects or the right prospects for you, but also educating them about how to be great clients. And this is something that we talk a lot about in, in our programs is that, I mean, a lot of times when we have quote unquote like bad clients or some people in our community like to use the, the PETA term, you know, that like a PETA client Uh, a pain in the the client, that it's the client's fault. And sometimes it is. Uh, I'm not going to say I was ever short of either coming across prospective clients or having clients, a couple of them, you know, every once in a while you have this client where you're like, yeah, I don't know if I'd invite this person over to my house to hang out and chill. Like, but you know, at the time, you know, maybe sales weren't great and you just said whatever. But there's a, a lot of the other clients, right? The 95% of businesses out there, the, the 97% of businesses that are great people, they're good intention, they're a lot like us in that they're overwhelmed, they're overworked, you know, nothing's working exactly as they thought it was. I mean, everybody that buys a new website thinks it's going to be the golden keys to like a whole new life. You know, it's it's usually so, it's usually somewhere in between. You know, it's never, it's never as, as great and amazing as maybe you thought it was, but it's a building block towards something bigger. But a lot of these folks don't know how to how to be a client, and so you know, hearing that you're pushing this out there as part of your free content, not just like, oh, hey, they signed, they've onboarded. Uh, now we should probably teach this person how to be a great client. But you're saying, way before they ever hire you, we are starting to kind of indoctrinate them into your into your thinking. What are some of those top? I mean, obviously, you mentioned the the the, the brand stuff, like the colors. But what are some of those top things? that you think are important to teach clients how to be better clients that you've kind of touched on, uh, within your
1: show. So I, you know, speaking of the website as a magic bullet (laughs) and being Uh like, money's going to come pouring in. I have one of my, uh, episodes is don't hire a web designer until you watch this video. That's actually the name of my lead magnet. Don't hire a web designer until you read this ebook. So I've kind of repurposed that in different ways and so in that video, I talk about what you need to have in place in order for a website, a custom web design experience to really serve you. So I'm educating people about what they need to be in the mindset of before they ever hire a web designer, or web developer. So that's a big one. And also kind of, I have another one that's just like why you shouldn't hire a web designer, why a web designer is a waste. And in that video, I talk about, you don't need a designer. What you need is. Somebody that understands strategy, business systems, and marketing. That's what you need to be looking for in a web team because there's so many designers out there, and I know you know this, and this is how you help people in the agency community to be of better service to their clients, is if you don't understand where the website fits into the online marketing landscape, you're building an ornament and not a tool. So I kind of get people into that mindset. And and subtly, what I'm doing there, Brent, is I'm also differentiating myself from my competitors because I have clients coming in all the time who says I worked with a designer or a developer and all they cared about was like what colors they should use or they wanted, you know, I gave them a design and they basically copied it. They didn't care about my business goals. They didn't understand my marketing strategy. And so when somebody sees a video like that, immediately they're thinking, oh crap. I mean, this is going to be a totally different experience. And that's also part of the reason I do the show Awkward marketing, not awkward web design, because I want it to be very clear to my clients when they come in the door, they're working with a team that understands online marketing, not just how to make a website pretty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what I'll say is another like collateral effect of creating content like this, because I'm I'm creating content for prospects. I'm creating content for clients and future clients. I'm also creating content for others in my industry um, because my sales funnel video is very shareable. Uh, I've got videos about copywriting and stuff like that. And one of the copywriters that I work with, I know she shares my video with her clients and her team. So I'm also trying to make sure that people in my industry know who I am because we're always passing referrals back and forth, right? Like every, you know, there's always gonna be a client that's better for me than for you and for you than for me. And so, you know, your content's also doing the job of letting other people in your industry know who to send their business to when they've got somebody to send, you know?
0: Hey, what's up, digital agency owners? Are you currently an SEO agency or an agency that offers SEO services to your clients? I have some exciting news for you today. There's a platform called SEO Monitor that is built specifically to help digital agencies provide more effective SEO campaigns for their clients, ultimately helping you guys make more money and be more profitable. SEO Monitor is the only SEO platform that is actively working for you as an agency. Their platform is laser-focused on companies that are offering SEO services to their clients, providing deep insights on keywords, campaign-level reporting, and also a topic explorer that's going to help you provide better keyword research for your clients. Their platform understands the dynamics of running multiple SEO campaigns and also managing multiple clients under one platform. One of my favorite tools within the SEO Monitor platform is their forecasting tool. This tool literally allows you to forecast the value of SEO services so that you can go back to your clients and help pitch them on higher value services, which is totally in alignment with everything that YouGurus teaches. SEO Monitor offers a world-class support team so they're there when you need them and they have top-level service-level agreements to make sure that your agency is always able to deliver to your clients. If you want to find out more about the SEO Monitor and YouGiver's partnership, go to SEO Monitor forward slash D-A-S for digital agency show. That's seomonitor.com forward slash D-A-S. On that page, there's more information about how SEO Monitor is going to help you level up your SEO game, deliver better results to your clients, and become more profitable. There's links out to their free Topics Explorer tool, which is pretty awesome, free for anybody to use, and I highly recommend it. They also have information about their Spark program, which is a $5,000 grant for SEO agencies or companies that are focused on SEO that have been in business for less than three years. So check that out at seomonitor.com forward slash D E. AS. All right, let's get back to our program. What's next for you with the, the show and how it integrates into your, your business? I mean, right now, I, I based on my understanding, a lot of what you're doing is there to attract clients to your, to your agency. Does the show, does your content platform have a vision or legs beyond that? Or is it, is it really about how to grow that and how to continue to grow and support the agency?
1: Yeah. So, uh, it does a really great job in terms of obviously bringing in leads, educating customers, that kind of thing. Um, I have already started to make the transition into doing a lot more live speaking myself, which is another way of attracting prospects and another way of bringing people in the door. And so I bring the experience live, you know, like awkward marketing live and what conference or even corporate environment couldn't benefit from, you know, a little bit of comedy and humor as they're learning, right? Like marrying the comedy and the content. So that's one part of the game plan. Um, and I also have a course. So the the show does a really great job of bringing in people who, you know, I'm pre-qualifying clients before they ever even reach out to me, but then what do I, you know, well, I love RKA and I want to work with her, but I can't afford to spend five plus figures on my web presence. Well, then you can come into my course. And yeah, there is a game plan for creating more, you know, internal training videos for my clients once they're in the the RKA universe you know to give them a little bit of extra bonus video content but I'll admit to you Brent that uh you know I just did a five episode series this this year where I did like a takeoff on Jurassic Park Honey I Shrunk the Kids you know a little rom-com thing so there's a lot of production that goes into this show So I want it to be available for as many people as possible because if it's just my clients, it's a lot of work, Brad. So, (laughs) so yeah.
0: Nice. Nice. So you've got a few things and I love the, uh, you know, obviously with, with stage acting as part of your history, I imagine the stage physical stage, not video is, um, is probably a welcoming environment for you. Probably feels very comfortable, very, uh, Ah, uh, workable. So I, I, that'd be. I definitely look forward to a day where I can see your your performance. I don't think what you do is probably going to be a talk. I think it's probably going to be more of a a performance. I I stick to the talks. Rachel does the performances. So uh, congrats on that. Uh, this has been this has been super valuable, Rachel. I think that for any of our listeners that are thinking about content, thinking about how they can step into maybe a tad outside of their comfort zone i think what you do is probably I mean, i'm mean, i sure there are things you do that are uncomfortable in this space but i feel like the level of intensity you bring to all the content you produce is probably on the edge of i mean it's probably well into uncomfortable for most of our audience and i think seeing what you've been able to do with it and how powerful it is and how much traction you've gotten uh hopefully will serve as an inspiration to all of our listeners to maybe take, you know, step outside that space a little bit, lean into a little bit more, be more of their, you know, their true self or their bold self uh, in their content. So this has been super helpful and formative, and I'm sure people have gotten inspired and taken lots of notes like I have. Uh, Rachel, are you ready for our lightning round?
1: I've never been readier.
0: (laughs) What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Fail often and fail hard because it's the fastest way to get to success.
0: Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success?
1: Being ridiculous.
0: (laughs) That is an amazing habit that nobody has ever mentioned on this show before. So uh, cheers to that. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you use, uh, either personally or in your agency, that you think our listeners would find valuable?
1: Okay, this is a little hack right here. But if you go to the free Photo P-E-X-E-L S.com. And you type into their search bar the word color and then colon and then your hex code, it's gonna pull up all of the photos that are in your that that have that hex code in it. So when you're filling out blog posts and you want to make sure that the colors are on brand and all the photos are like looking in sync with the brand, this is one of my favorite little hacks, and I give it to the students in my course for going into Pexels and finding gorgeous imagery that is on brand for, for your business. It's such a great hack. Nobody knows about this. Pexels, color, colon, hex code, magic.
0: And they are, uh, Pexels, it's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, like, uh, royalty free, like free, free stock photos.
1: Yeah. And it aggregates photos from all of the free, the best free sites. that,
0: that, That was just like layers of, of, of goodness, right? You've got the this free stock photos. Then we've got the, uh, the little color hack there. Uh, so that that'll help out our, our, our web designers that aren't as heavy on the brand side, right? They're going to they're going to make better stuff. What book would you, would you recommend and why?
1: Okay. I'm going to go a little funky here, Brent, but, um, how to be successful without hurting men's feelings by Sarah Cooper. Had to bring a little business comedy in here, Brent, and especially for you ladies in the audience who run digital agencies or work in digital agencies. You need this book. You will laugh your butt off. Every page is a, is a treat. And uh, Brent, I think even you would get a, get a good ha-ha out of it.
0: Awesome. I will, uh, I will take a look at that. Thanks for the book recommendation. We will link out to that and more of the uh, takeaways and resources that Rachel brought up in this episode. Check that out at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you guys are just listening to this, when it comes out, you're going to see Rachel's episode right there at the top her photo. Click on that and check out those those resources. Again, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Rachel, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything you have that they can check out?
1: Uh, I mean, I got a whole lot of business comedy B. Um, so you can find me i am RKA Inc.com, And that's my name on every social network ever invented in the history of the universe. Um, but you also just want to skip right to awkwardmarketing.com. That's where you're going to find all the hilarity. You're going to find me dressed up as Donald Trump. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Talk about online marketing. Yes, I did. I went there. Oh, I went there.
0: You did because you should, right? I mean, why wouldn't you, right? I mean, I feel like that's one of those topics that most of us probably tiptoe around because we, you know, it's, it's a topic that's hard in business to probably tackle in the right way without alienating people. But I am sure you've done it, so we will, we will link out to that, uh, I- at least a picture or post or whatever that is. We will our it's team will all find that
1: safe for work, Brent. People, it's a bipartisan okay. video. That's all I'll say. Okay, we can all enjoy. We can all laugh together as one at my version of that.
0: <laughs> so check out check out more of Rachel's bipartisan comedy. Yeah, check out our show notes today because I think there's a lot of links and we'll we'll pull all of her social profiles together so you guys don't have to go look for them. Just check that out at eogurus.com forward slash podcast. Click on Rachel's episode and it will be good to go on that. We'll link out to all that stuff. So thank you so much, Rachel, for being on the show today. This was awesome.
1: Best day of my life.
0: And that is our episode for this week of The Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week to hear more great content coming at you to grow your agency so you can achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Thanks again for tuning in to The Digital Agency Show. Before we close out, I wanted to check in on your answer to my question from the beginning of the episode. Are you stressed out? Cash crunched?